What do you do? You think the our viewers are going to be able to tell that I wasn't wearing socks or underpants in our last video? <laughs> no, I mean the the video doesn't go that low. Yeah, but just in my vibe. No, I don't think. I mean, because I couldn't even tell. You oh, okay. you showed me before, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh okay. I, I showed you the no socks. Yeah. I didn't I didn't tell you about the underpants situation. No, I didn't know about that either. Yeah, yeah. I was doing laundry, um, and it was real critical. It got down to the wire. Instead of wearing uh, boxers and underwear, I was wearing khaki pants and under that khaki shorts. Damn, crazy! It was like the well, you were wearing shorts, shorts underneath your pants. Yeah, I didn't just... want to just go free balling with the khaki pants. Yeah, and so I found a pair of khaki <laughs> shorts to go under them. Did, was it comfortable? No. Yeah, no, that doesn't seem comfortable. No socks. No, not even like a bad pair of socks in there. I wore all my socks. Are you doing? You're doing a laundry right now, though. It's done. It's done. Needs to get folded, but it's done. Okay, sweet. Are you stock? You're back to normal, or I'm wearing socks right now. I, I got boxers on. Sweet. I'm wearing sweat. I feel great. We'll see if there's a difference between what we just recorded and you know we recorded our main episode just now. They're gonna be able to tell. Um, and now they'll know. Well, now they'll know. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. There's also video, so it'll be like a lot of you shifting in your seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if you yeah. see that video, just know. I was dressed like it was the 1400s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had pantaloons on, <laughs> girdles. Why is um Why is Sam dressed like he's going to Oktoberfest? <laughs> why is he dressed like he's in the gangs of New York? I'm also drinking the huge uh, boot of beer. <laughs> we have a. Boot. I, I did. I didn't. Didn't do my laundry. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do my laundry. That's so why I'm dr I drink, drink this a big boot, a 30 a milliliter <laughs> Hefeweizen. <laughs> All right. This is the bonus episode. This is the... We're just giving this to Spotify. We don't know what where this goes yet. We don't know what it's going to be, but... We don't um, know how long this is supposed to be either. No. And I don't know what you're supposed to learn, but I know who you're going to learn about. That's right. Today, we're going to be talking about Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast. The human thumbnail. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Mr. Beast, the number one YouTuber. The number one individual YouTuber... On the planet. Yeah. By design. He didn't stumble into this number one position. He wants it. No. He wants that top spot. Now, a lot of people might be wondering who Mr. Beast is. Mm -hmm. And that's a question that I was asking, you know, a couple weeks ago before mm -hmm. I started doing my research. Do you know who Mr. Beast is or am I going to be educating you? Um, the nature of who he is. I hope that you're going to educate me a little bit. Okay. I do know he's from Greenville, North Carolina. Same state as me, yep. different vibe that I grew up with. Let's talk about that. How so? I grew up in Durham, which is a good, diverse city with colleges yeah. and uh, smart things happening. Intellectuals. Intellectuals. Yeah. Lawyers, maybe. Do you All, know the population, roughly, of Durham? Durham? I want to say 200,000. Okay. But that uh, could... I don't know. That's about the town that I grew up in. It's okay. about 200,000. Greenville is 80,000. Greenville is 80,000 and it is evangelical. So although I was raised Christian, I wasn't raised this type of Christian. Yes. And uh, he did, uh, Mr. Beast did go to a Christian high school. Yes. Um, so you knew that. that I did know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Went to a even, this is like the type of Christian where being gay is the worst thing you can be. Yeah. And uh, he rejected this pretty early on. He's a, a well-to-do worldly man, Mr. Beast. He is now. Yeah. But he didn't start off that way. 
necessarily. No. no, he was raised in a very retrograde environment. Yeah. Um, now mom, I believe he's agnostic. I, I maybe yeah, I haven't I haven't looked into that, but from from what I can tell from his videos, he does not believe in God. <laughs> <laughs> there is no. He believed maybe himself to be God. Yes, but he, there is no indication that there is a higher power above Mr. Beast. No, nothing is higher than Mr. Beast. No. So Mr. Beast is a very popular YouTuber. He makes a lot of videos that are very clickbaity now. Um, he'll do a lot of videos that are like, this, uh, this, I gave this guy $500,000 to protect, uh, and I'm going to shoot it with a tank and yeah. see if he can, um, or, uh, I recreated all of the squid game games and I gave yeah. people the chance to win a million dollars Yes, or, uh, I gave a man a hundred thousand a homeless man, a hundred thousand dollars and captured his reaction. Yes. These are the types of videos that yeah. Mr. Beast is known the for The modern doing. videos... Uh, seem to all kind of revolve around money. A very yes. interesting, salacious thing is it, the five hundred thousand dollars he gives you. It's all ones. It's all very tactile. Mm -hmm. You, you know, can keep as much of this stuff as you can carry. Type of uh, videos. Yes, appealing to all people. It, here's another example. Uh, I drew a circle on the ground. Anything that these people can keep inside the circle, yes. they own now. Yes. It's it's a lot of uh, game show, mm -hmm. social experiment type stuff revolving around money. It's targeted towards children. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, for example, a video that's about like, we drove a $200 million car, you know? it's yeah. No, that's, I'm not saying that I'm not interested in that, but it is targeted yeah. towards a little boy, basically. Y yes. So that's who we're dealing with. He is... I believe 24 years old. Okay. In his early 20s, uh, born in 1998. So, um, okay. A little bit younger than us. Okay. His and early videos, how he got popular on YouTube. Yeah. He, I think he counted to 100,000 was his first like big viral video. He has spent like seven days on an island. Right now, a lot of what he does feels like a crossover between uh, David Blaine. And Oprah. Yes. He feels like parts of what he does is like a human feat of will that is in like the magic category. And then the other part is like goofy philanthropy. Goofy philanthropy. Um, he's got a he's got a tinge of uh, Willy Wonka to him. Totally right. Kind of a, a, like a fantasy factory, a Rob Deerdeck kind of fantasy factory vibe mm -hmm. almost. Um, yes, all of these, all of your descriptions are correct about this guy. His early videos. Uh, when we say early, he started when he was eleven, I believe. Okay. Wow. Um, little. Let's go. Let's go back to his mm -hmm. childhood. Growing up in Greenville, North Carolina, mom was in the army. Um, did not, you know, grow up probably like middle class, single mom, um, did not grow up, uh, wealthy by any means, but was, a you know, just a little middle school kid who really loved YouTube and the internet basically, and would make Minecraft videos and things like that. Uh, just like let's play videos, which is just like, watch me play X, watch me play this yeah. video game. Those were his initial videos would get like thousand views or so, not very popular. Um, then eventually he did make a Minecraft video. I think that did get like a hundred thousand views and that kind of set him on, that was like his first big win as far as okay. videos. 
Um, and then, you know, over, over time, he basically just kind of invested his life in being a YouTuber. He, by the time he was like 18, he, his mom wanted him to go to community college. He had no interest in school. He just wanted to focus on YouTube. So his mom, uh, forced him to move out of the house Mm -hmm. at 18 and he dedicated his, his full life towards being a YouTuber. Yeah. And then we start seeing, uh, some of these videos that you reference, like, uh, and maybe some of them happened before he was 18, but like I count to a hundred thousand, mm-hmm. which is almost, it's a live stream. He was doing those YouTube live streams where yeah. it's like 48 hours of just being on screen, basically. Unbelievable. And he would do videos. The, the, <laughs> it's funny, you watch that video, there's a thumbnail for that. And underneath the thumbnail is I count, I count to 200,000, <laughs> you know? So you can see that there's like a pattern of how this guy yeah. thinks of videos. Right. I spin a fidget spinner for 48 hours straight type yeah. of thing. These were kind of the videos that were getting him success, especially like right as he committed. I think himself. that his early stages was all experimentation. Yeah, I will attempt anything that will get views. And when he realized that people would watch the hunt counting to a hundred thousand, yeah, then it was like, okay, there's something here. I don't know what. I don't know why people want to watch this. Yes, but there's some reason that like these. It's almost like a physical feat is what he's accomplishing. He yeah, he's pushing the limit. I think David Blaine is a good he's doing a stunt basically. They're stunts. Yeah. Yes. They're stunts for kids basically. And they can be consumed um all over the world by people of all languages. That's right. So uh, I think you and I both watched a video of him on Joe Rogan explaining some of his Yeah, he explained that he translates all of his videos into like 100 languages. Yeah. Which not a, that's brilliant, but it's also the type of content he has can be translated because it's like goop. Yeah. It like works in every single language. Oh, totally, yeah. Um, so yeah, he he not not just like by the way translated. Some people might think like subtitled. He has people he he has people dub them over in Spanish and Portuguese and other languages basically, mm-hmm. so that they can be. Uh, basically, this is a guy who is focused on the algorithm of YouTube. His goal is to be number one. And he wants to be number one. Yeah. Uh, He talked about in this Joe Rogan interview where he would spend 10 hours a day in a Skype with other YouTubers Mm -hmm. and all they would do is discuss how to kind of game the algorithm. Right. So they would do like tests and see like, uh, let's test what types of thumbnails do well. And then we'll report back on on each other with like our data, you know, like Mm -hmm. using statistics and analysis to be like, what type of content does well, et cetera. They weren't looking to be like, what's the most creative thing that we want to do? They were just like, how can we make, right. no, how can we put up numbers on right. YouTube? These guys are co- pure content creators. Yeah. They are not artists. They are not trying to make anything in particular that fits their eye. They are trying to make the thing that will do the biggest numbers. Yes, I believe that 100%. Now he says... In some of his interviews where he's like, oh, you know, like, well, I I feel good because he does a lot of philanthropy videos where he's like, I feel good when I give people $100,000. Now, I think he probably does feel good, right? Now, who wouldn't? Like, giving doing something nice for somebody else feels good. But I don't think that's his ultimate goal. I think he's found out that these types of videos 
do the best. Giving someone $100,000 is the most interesting thing he could do. Yeah. That's Which, the thing that will get the most views. Doesn't that say something like good about humanity too? Like when you think about all the garbage that was like on the internet when we were growing up and it still is on the internet, this guy's not doing that terrible of a thing. No, he's pretty wholesome. But yeah, he's pretty wholesome. Like you watch these interviews with him. He's pretty mm -hmm. uh, mild-mannered. He seems sweet. I'm excited about the future where Mr. Beast owns the world. Yeah. I think he's going to be a benevolent king. <laughs> I think he will be. I think he will rain down $1 bills on all of us. I think he's a hard worker. Yeah. I don't think that he wants anything... Uh, too evil or cynical from us. No. He just wants... He wants to be number one, To though. be number one. He, that's the thing. Like, nobody can challenge his number oneness. Once you do that, then he <laughs> turns into, dark, like, the the senator and True, Star I guess Wars. we won't see uh, the true nature of Mr. Beast until... Until uh, he's challenged. ...someone rises. Yes. And, and contends with his number one spot. And who knows who he squashed along the way to his... Uh, you know, his, his rise to power. His might, metrics might, are truly unbelievable. Yeah. How big they are. Yeah. Um, by the way, he is the second biggest YouTube channel. The The biggest YouTube channel is called T-Series, which is, uh, it's like an Indian record label. And it's basically like Vivo, but with Indian uh, movie trailers and okay. uh, songs and stuff like that. Gotcha. And I just want to say that because I've used that Okay. YouTube channel like I find video like movie trailers on there and stuff and uh <laughs> it is just funny that that is like the, to me that that's like the biggest that's YouTube the biggest channel. thing do you think Mr. Beast thinks about them oh uh, I don't think Every he day? can stop <laughs> <laughs> I think he hates Indians just <laughs> okay. for that reason because they're number one from what I've seen on my time on the internet also like like on Instagram and like thinking about how to grow my own profiles or whatever sure Indian people are very good at understanding the algorithm and like figuring out like how to use certain keywords and what, I mean, whatever they they're doing stuff that I don't even understand. Okay. They're amazing at whatever these algorithms are. Sure. So I think he obsesses. Yes. Uh, over kind of in, they're like both scientists working on equations yes. and these guys might be a little bit better at the equation than him. We're talking about Oppenheimer and, yeah. this, uh, and we're talking about race to the nuclear bomb. Yeah. And what are they racing to? That's what I want to know. <laughs> it's something. There is some the weapon. Singu the singularity. The singularity. <laughs> they're racing towards the singularity. Yeah. A hundred percent. If I'm Mr. Beast, I take some, I think I'm number one because I am the biggest individual on YouTube. Yeah, he is. Where sure. I assume that this, uh, it's page like, a, it's owned by right? yeah, a production company or like whatever, you know, it's like a big conglomerate probably. Mr. Beast is competing with all of entertainment in India. Yes, he is. Yeah. But I, in my mind, they're neck and neck. A white guy in America is, <laughs> is neck and neck with the entire entertainment industry of India. So I'm rooting for T-Series uh, to win. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, where, what was I talking about? Yeah, he, he's kind of a dude who's like incessantly like trying to figure out the algorithm um, mm -hmm. and cares about that more than anything. And what I was saying is like, Okay, I think it shows something good about humanity too, that it's like, we, we like seeing videos where it's like, I helped a homeless man or I gave a, a homeless man $100,000. Yeah. It's, listen, I think if you do anything good for anybody ever, 
that's probably a good thing, you know? Mm-hmm. The, if I was in high school, I would have been like, this guy, you know, he's just like a, you know, he's just like a piece of shit that's like trying to cover up for it. Right. He's using philanthropy, so we all love him, but he doesn't give a shit. No. And the adult me is also going to say that. Like, I do think sure. he is doing that. But the philanthropy still exists. Uh, at least that uh, he's doing that. And kids could be consuming worse stuff than seeing totally. uh, a bunch of, you know, like, didn't he like build a bunch of wells in He Africa? built a hundred wells in Africa. I watched the latest Mr. Beast philanthropy video. Yeah. Came out this week. He built a village. The, the, there's worse things that kids could be watching. There's worse things yeah. than building a village. There's worse things, yeah, for uh, sure. So, yeah, he built a village, and it was in a very remote place, and, uh, yeah, but, he, he built these people a village. It's like a 10-minute video in the middle of this video. This is what's <laughs> different about his philanthropy than everybody else. Yeah. Because, like, Bill Gates became a billionaire, and then he, like, tried to cu- cure uh, malaria. Mm-hmm. That was, like, his uh, side project. Right. After computers, <laughs> he invented the internet, After, and, now, and now computer, or and now uh, malaria. Yeah, that is how traditionally philanthropy works. You become a billionaire, and then through something selfish, through something selfish. Yeah, and then I'm sure there's a lot of financial incentives to uh, charity, you know, because of tax write-offs. So you pick a project, and then you give a lot of money to that project. What Mr. Beast is doing. He doesn't necessarily have a huge net worth himself. He's worth a lot, but it's not like he has a ton of money to give away. He is doing these philanthropy videos and selling stuff. You're getting views. So it's not, he didn't only build a village. Everybody watches it on YouTube. So he gets paid for that. And then he like is doing his own ad for like a video game in the middle. Yeah. No one has used philanthropy to sell stuff. It go. It, he's going the other way. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's yes. he's like I need to sell. He has like he sells chocolate bars and stuff. He sells chocolate bars. He yeah. has food. He There's, has sponsors. Like he just has regular mm-hmm. sponsors. So you could be seeing a sponsor for like a keyboard. He's like, yeah, I sell these key, I, I, these keyboards. This new video game that he was selling on his philanthropy video was like an iPhone game. Yeah. It's, it's like just a, you just click on it click and on see stuff. how long you could like click And he's on. like and you can get the Mr. Beast hat yeah. and blah blah blah. And anyway, you know, watch me save this village. Right. <laughs> um you're right. It kind of goes the opposite way. It's a it's like a Ouroboros of like him uh or you can just like call it like reinvesting into his own yeah. system basically. So Here's the thing. Yeah, he does do good things for people, but it is just for the complete mission of being number one. Yes. And he does have to do these philanthropy videos yes. because he does disgusting things with money, basically, totally. or like portrays like you I'm can gonna, explode half a million dollars in literal cash. Yes. And then not give other people money. Yeah, exactly. You, If you're going to destroy money, you have to give at least as much of that away to yes. for good causes, basically. But it's all feeding into the same system. And because he's an algorithm uh, savant. He yeah. is probably, he probably has a meter in his house of how much people like Mr. Beast. Oh, yeah. And there's probably a line where he's trying to hover at. Uh-huh. And whenever you get too high, philanthropy. If you ever get too much philanthropy, blow up somebody's house. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. There's a balance that he is looking for for number one. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's not even that uh, complicated. I bet he just looks at the videos that are like, these are philanthropy videos. These are the videos that are just for fun. And mm-hmm. then he just calculates the views on them and he's like oh right now mm-hmm. it'd be better if i did a fun video right yeah now i gotta do squid games too or whatever um so he's he's kind of talked about how yeah like he's talked about how people have 
criticized him for all this stuff and also like that he's like a rich kid or something it is clear that he just grew up like normal middle class mm-hmm. and like he just turned this into his business so like when he's giving people money i mean that's coming from the money that he makes from sponsorships and stuff like right. he is earning this money through right uh whatever his his empire but he just reinvested that's his big thing that's yeah. his big his motto where he's like yeah i started off with you know um a really shitty computer and then you know i i i made some money off youtube and then i reinvested in a new keyboard and then like that's his whole thing right it's a very classic rich guy thing too to be like i built it from the bottom up by reinvesting yeah i'm not impressed by anybody who's worth a ton of money and they're like all my money's in my business yeah it's like no you're a rich guy you're a rich guy yeah you're protecting your money yeah your business and he has to protect his image too of being a rich guy like he talks about how he's like i don't drive a nice car like i live in a pretty modest home you know like he he has Mm -hmm. to portray just remember though this guy's like 24 he's doing a pretty good job of like maintaining this persona He's maintained, but he's also so young that it's not like he has been slumming it for that long. No. Like it's not that hard for a 25 year old to live in a modest house. Yeah. Eventually he will have a Mr. Beast mansion. It'll probably be a castle. Yeah. Probably the biggest castle in the world or something. He will. And then he's like, I gave, I built a castle for this homeless dude. <laughs> the, the homeless dude's I like, bought a thousand acres and built a castle and gave it to this one family. Yeah. And the one family was like, from Guatemala. From, yeah, I know. <laughs> They're like, well, we'd like to see our family. <laughs> we can't no. pay the electric bill. Yeah. <laughs> the property taxes are insane <laughs> on this castle. He's like, sorry. I do think that he is working so much, Mr. Beast. Yeah. That it's easy for him to just like almost be a hundred percent Mr. B. His real name is Jimmy. I think he's Jimmy almost maybe 10 hours a week. And I think he's Mr. Beast a hundred hours a week. Yeah. He's, 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 it's the Batman Bruce Wayne paradox. Mm -hmm. I mean, the truth is that he is Mr. Beast. He's Mr. Beast. Um, He's said uh, that he looks up to Elon Musk. He says, I really want to be Elon one day. He wrote that on Twitter. Well, 2020. That makes sense, uh, right? Oh, yeah. I don't know. In 2020, it makes me a little bit less uh, I bet he would say it out. I bet he would say it now, too. Well, now it makes sense because he's like just started being on X. Yeah. And he's like wants to be number one on X, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and he will. He did this thing of like 10 people follow me and I'll give you $250,000. Yeah. And that tweet got 100 million views. Right. It's unbelievable. The numbers that he does are unbelievable. I mean, he is just the epitome of clickbait, right? Clickbait king. He's the clickbait king. We're doing the kings of the internet. The clickbait king. Last week we did the red pill king. Yeah. This week we're doing the clickbait king. The clickbait king, yeah. I'm mad that that's better. I was going to call him the human thumbnail, but I I, I think clickbait king is is better. Next week, we're going to do maybe like the crawfish king of uh, Louisiana. (laughs) Just a guy who's a really good crawfish (laughs) farmer. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I'm not really... Sam, I'm not really interested in this guy. Could we pick something that... He's the crawfish king. He's got two restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) The crawfish king. It's like, we're doing kings. That's the bonus episode. We just do kings. We do kings. Yeah, I know, man. We'll do a queen. Yeah, we'll do the mattress king. We'll do a queen. We'll do a queen soon. Yeah. (laughs) The queen of scream. It's like, I don't know, man. This is getting to be a loose subject matter. 
I although I think um, Andrew Tate is a disaster and bad for humanity. I don't think Mr. Beast is necessarily bad for humanity. I don't, I don't think he's bad. I don't really care what he's doing as long as he doesn't hurt anyone. You right. know, like I I think he's net neutral. He's like neutral for me. Okay. Like I think he's probably a little maybe a little bad over good in my mind because mm-hmm. that much ambition just is never good for anybody. No. It's too much ego for one person, you know? Yeah. And I think ultimately the net harm that you caused in the world, this is just philosophically is what I believe, okay. will probably be more harm than good just because it's one man's ego versus society. Yeah, you know? what are you really giving back to society? You're certainly taking a lot. You're certainly taking the a lot. The thing that he's taking the most from people is their time yeah. and giving them junk food. Like to watch every Mr. Beast video is complete waste of time. Yes, it is. I've tried to watch multiple. Um, and you know what I'll say about his videos though? Like content, just purely content wise, he has amazing editors. Mm-hmm. Uh, their editing is so good. Like when you think about watching real, I don't know the last time you watch reality TV, like on television, there's there's commercials, obviously. Yeah. There's all these previews of like up next on yeah. House Hunters or whatever. Right. And it's like, just get to the fun part. Right. He wastes no time. He no. only shows you the fun stuff. He is reality TV reduced into the essence of what people want to watch. It's so much better than reality TV. That reality sense, TV yeah. is so bloated now because it has to be, nothing happens. Like the average reality show, TV show you watch where it's like, it'll be like a preview of what's coming up. And it's like, she said, what about me? And it's, if there's an episode where nothing happens, it's just two people yeah. having an argument about what one person said about the other. Mr. Beast is blowing up cars and yep. dropping, shelling artillery onto mm-hmm. con- whatever, you know, he's blowing up money. It's more interesting than anything on TV. Yeah. There's by a, far. There's a video that I watched from Mr. Beast. Um, this was perfectly enjoyable research. I mean, it, this stuff is trash, but it is reality TV. It's not that hard to watch trash. No. He did a video where he was on Duke's campus and he just was like, will you go to France? He was like asking students, will you go to France and buy me a baguette? Uh-huh. And then he, they were just like, right now? And then a camera guy follows a kid yeah. who goes to France and buys a bag of baguettes and brings it back to him. Yeah. And he's like, here's, keep the change. Gives him like 20 grand. Yeah. That's nice. I guess so. That's great reality TV to me. It is really good reality TV. Like on a, on a, just a human like content level, I'm mm-hmm. like, that is a waste of time and resources with all the resources you had. You could have made a much more artistic thing. Right. But there's no art to it. There's it no is, art to it. He's pursuing reality TV, which we're, uh, artists who are trying to make stuff that we like. Yeah. So I don't know anybody who's like, I want to make the number one reality TV in the world. I think he wants to make what he's making. Like he wants to make what he's making, but again, he wants to be number one. He wants to be number we one. We know we, we've established this, that that's, you know, Jimmy Donaldson. If that is his real name, (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Beast, you know, he's the clickbait king. He wants to be number one. Um, I will say I found one negative thing about him. A lot of the controversy that I found about him was kind of baseless. It would be stuff like, um, people would say that he gave fake money to people in videos and then he would come back and be like, yeah, well I gave like fake dollar bills because, I didn't want a swarm of people coming 
towards sure. this person. There's a security issue or whatever. So I wrote him a check later. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say for now, I believe that anytime he gives money to people, he does give it to them just yeah. because there's such few accounts of people being like, this was fake or like he screwed me over. I think it would destroy his entire business totally. if, he, if he gave... Uh, yeah. No, I think that's so far off brand for him. Yeah. He knows that would destroy him. Yeah. He would never do that. No. I but, know of a story of somebody winning an island. Yeah. And then he like gave them what the island was worth in money. Yeah. That's which is like as a viewer, as an adult man, I'm like, that's fair. Yes. That's fair. <laughs> like I, I good. That's right. Yeah. You got you better give him the price of that island. No one can have an island. No. <laughs> you can't just give a civilian. I no. mean, if you're a billionaire, sure, you can, you know, have an island and do what you want with it. But you don't tell a man that you're giving him an island, give him nothing. You give him the worth of that island. That's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can't say island or nothing. Yeah. It's not fair. He he did have some of his uh editors. Um, kind of come out he had like 11 employees come out against him kind of like similar I don't want to say like as bad as Ellen but like similar where people are just like he's a monster like he's he is very nice sometimes and he is a gracious person but Mm -hmm. then once the cameras come off he's like a different person yeah Uh, he's like incredibly like an incredible perfectionist about what he wants out of the videos I will say a lot of these editors are like 20 and it's like that's probably their first job that they ever had mm-hmm. but listen this guy's 24 he doesn't have that much seniority over you you know no but i think any adult watching this can understand that mr beast is cutthroat he's cutthroat dude and like he you know he did probably berate a lot of his editors and like there's times one guy said he like would call <laughs> he often called him by a phrase used to insult people with mental disabilities oh yeah i'm sure we could all guess <laughs> i wonder what that word could be <laughs> um but like you know like saying like oh he like he made me cry like he was just a, which again like okay you know listen a lot of people at a lot of jobs cry because the stress or their job Mm -hmm. their their boss sucks or whatever but mr beast is supposed to be like a good person so the fact that like 11 of his employees are coming out and being like yeah this guy is kind of a prick when yeah when he's not getting what he wants i he's supposed to be he is a good person on camera what he's doing is good yeah the work he's doing is good. Yeah. But you just can't, there's no way that a guy who's pursuing the number one spot and working this hard is also going to be gracious when the cameras are off. Yeah. No, it's like, uh, he's like, I built, he's got the mentality of like, I built this. I counted from a hundred thousand on my <laughs> webcam. Yeah. When I only had $4,000 to my name. And he's probably just being really harsh and concise to people who yeah. are like, have a normal brain speed. Yeah. And in his, he's like, I work 120 hours a week. Yeah. Like, if you can't handle me being stern with you, then you can't work for the number one YouTuber in the world. I'm the number one YouTuber in the world. I'm you, Mr. Beast. I'm Mr. Beast. If you can't handle that, get out of the... If the camera cuts off and I say, hey, someone bring me a sandwich right fucking now yeah, because the cameras are about to come on in 15 (laughs) minutes. And if I don't eat a sandwich within this window, Uh then uh, our our day is ruined. Yeah. Bring me a sandwich. Yeah. I'm making a video that 400 million people are going to see. Yeah. There's so much ego to like you just so much ego to social media and like the numbers that you get. There's the video of him counting to 100,000 where he finally, that's the video where he hit a million subscribers and yeah. his internet cuts out and just like all of the fun drips from his face. And he's like, I guess I just hit a million. I, I my internet's not working. I can't even see oh. it. Like, and it's just like, it's just like, no, yeah. it's like him doing like a fidget spinner. Sorry. It right. was, oh, okay. Yeah. He's like really spinning a fidget spinner. He's like, so did I 
I guess I just hit a million, but my internet's not working and I don't know why it's not working. Oh, and it's yeah. just like, dude, just you don't have any enjoyment in yourself. Like it's no. okay. It's okay. Your internet went out. You'll, you'll be back. You know, like all of the joy is seeing the numbers. It's just seeing the number. Yeah. So for your internet to cut out, like at this monumental moment, it's like, dude, you're spinning a fidget spinner. Like you're I, doing nothing. I haven't <laughs> made this connection, but obviously he's obsessed with the amount of views that he gets. Yeah. He's a numbers guy. He's a numbers guy. That's what, he's Moneyball. That's what allowed him to count to a hundred thousand, <laughs> and it's the reason what makes him excited about his videos. It's big numbers. Yeah. If you ask him what his favorite video is, it's the one that got the most views. Right. I if you ask so. any comedian what their favorite joke is, it's not the it might, one that gets the most views. No, it's not the most popular. No, hundred percent. Right. Yeah, most artists like when you ask them what their favorite thing is, it's like oh, I think it's like the thing I'm working on right now. It's never sure. like oh, that was you know, it was when I when I hit a million. Like that was mm-hmm. that was huge for me. That was so fulfilling, you know. <laughs> but Mr. Beast is like Mr. Beast would make a video where he counts to a million, even if like he would he would make a video where like all he does is count numbers until he dies if that meant being the number yeah. one youtuber it's just like <laughs> mr beast you don't leave this room you just spin a fidget spinner and count to a trillion and that's the rest of the your whole life. world will watch the he'd whole, love it he would be like everybody's watching <laughs> <laughs> somebody's got to run my chat <laughs> uh one thing that i do respect this puts him in the david blaine category yeah he spent uh seven days in solitary confinement Uh it's like a white box room yeah he had the camera on him the entire time you have to be very confident in your personality to do that i think so yeah if you really are a mean asshole i guess you could cut that footage out you could yeah but like you could have a mental breakdown and you have to be pretty uh safe with who you think you are yeah, I guess I'll, I guess I'll give him that. He knows who he is, and uh, he's either. I, I don't want to be too cynical about him. I think he is like, for the most part, like I don't think he's an evil dude or that he's mm. like some weird sociopath. I think he's just, he's just Mr. Beast, man. Like he's Mr. Beast, he's just he's the number one YouTuber. <laughs> he always will be. He'll do anything <laughs> to be the number one YouTuber. And listen, if I had a child, if I had like a son and I was, and if he was like watching Mr. Beast, I would tell him, you know, you you don't want to be like this guy. (laughs) Like I would tell him straight up, like, this is not who you should model yourself after. Right. You don't have to model yourself after me, but this is, don't be this. I think that's an interesting point. Cause like uh, when, uh, if you watch a comedian growing up, like there's a part of you that wants to be something like that. Yeah. I don't know if any of the Mr. Beast fans want to be like him. I think he just makes videos that people want to watch. I think people do want to be like him just sheerly because he's a really popular YouTuber. And I'm sure you've heard like, and from anybody who has kids nowadays, what's the number one thing they want to be when they grow up is they want to be a YouTuber. And if he's the number one YouTuber, then yes, kids do look up to him. We don't because I couldn't imagine being a kid and thinking that this was the coolest guy. Like my heroes were like, you know, you're like, oh, Tony Hawk, because he like skateboards really good or whatever. Everybody who's doing something that's cool. Mr. Beast doesn't have a thing that he does that's cool. Yeah. I'm impressed and by And he's not his, a cool dude. He's a he's a dork. Which he's a dork. We, I'm sure he would agree with, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. But kids do want, my. I, I would say kids kind of want to be him. In a weird way. <laughs> in the same way that maybe he wanted to be Elon Musk. Yeah. It's a type of kid that wants to be number one. Yeah. But doesn't necessarily know what that he entails. know what that means. He just will do anything. Number to one, be baby. Number one. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, man. Um, I'm trying to think if I have anything else to bring up about this guy, but do you have any questions about him? Maybe I can illuminate. What do you think the future of Mr. Beast is going to be? Do you think he ever goes away from YouTube? Do you think that he... No. Okay. I mean, sorry, finish your question. Do you think he ever has like a feature film? Do you think, uh, you think he does everything? You think he does anything he's allowed to do? Yes, that's, that's, uh, I'll revise. Yeah, I think he'll do anything he's allowed to do. Anything numerically that Mm -hmm. he can quantify. Yes. Okay. Now, if somebody told him like, okay, because recently somebody off, he said somebody offered him a billion dollars for his business and Mm -hmm. he said, no, of course he's not going to sell it because he cares about his business. He built it from the ground up and he sees the potential of the numbers going up in his mind. Right. Right. But if somebody was like, hey, you want to be in a movie? Like maybe he would be in the movie. Sure. But he's not going to do anything that focuses attention away from his bread and butter. Right. He's always focused on building the YouTube empire. Now, if you quantify that and you're just like, yeah, like you can be, have a TV show on ABC and like, then you're, these are the views that you'll get. Like they have to show him like how many people would tune in, Yeah, you know? And he's like, I could get more views on my YouTube channel. Like, why would I go to, why would I be on a TV network? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think he's chasing fame in the same way that other people are. Right. The fame that he wants is purely numeric. I'm getting way too worked up about my thoughts on Mr. Beast. I did, I'd never thought that I would care about him this much. <laughs> this is this is a person that I like didn't know anything about two weeks ago. Right. And now... Well, he, I thought he was like childlike, and he is. He is, But I yeah. guess I never appreciated how big he was. Yeah. Um, the numbers that he gets on YouTube seem fake. Yeah. It's like uh, every video is between like 200 and 400 million views. Yeah. Um, It's like more people than are in the world. uh, (laughs) Yeah, everybody's watching his videos like five (laughs) times. (laughs) It doesn't even make sense. Um, uh, Do you think that he'll ever come into a scandal or what would be the type of scandal that would really bring him down? Mm. You know? Because it's hard to say, would he ever get into a scandal? But it's like... A scandal is hard to define. Do I think that uh, he might have a girlfriend who's like, he's mean to me? Yes. Yes, I do think. He'd have a Chris Hardwick sitch, for sure. Something like that. Yeah, Yeah, I I do think that he's probably pretty uh, cold to the people in his uh, social life. I think he could have Ellen, like, staffing issues. Ellen staffing issues, sure. But no, I, I really don't think there's that much of a bad bone in his body. I think he's just a guy who counts. I think he's a man who counts. He's a guy who counts. Yeah. He's a he's a guy who counts and he he's the man who wants to count. He loves counting. Something. That's a big thing for him and anyone who's like uh great. Uh the work ethic is just unbelievable. It is. Yeah, yeah. He's, I think he's just got a horsepower and a social motor like no other yeah and you you always wonder like what drives this you know is there something sinister that drives it i don't in mr beast case like right i, I don't know i, I don't know there's, if there's nothing anything. sinister about counting to a hundred thousand yeah there's just mean, a thing there, that some guy who counts does yeah there could be some traumatic experience in his early life that could be the reason that he's so driven right of course like but i don't think it's something that's I don't know. I don't know, man. I just think he's Mr. Beast. I think he just mm-hmm. really 
like I, I don't think I envy him. That's the other thing. Like, oh I don't, no, I don't want to. Not be at all, Mr. Beast. I don't want. To, I don't know if I want his life. You, you know? make these videos that are arguably worth nothing. Yeah, to the greater good of society. Yeah, you work incredibly hard. You don't really enjoy your money no you just put all of your money into the charlie and the chocolate factory that you're building and even your philanthropy is always going to be marred by yeah. the other half of what you do any like thinking person can look at what you do and be like well half of what you do is blowing up money so if you really cared about people i think I that like- he might be good for society in the way that he is like opening people's brains to what is possible yeah just going to africa and building a hundred wells I, I think even billionaire philanthropists would be like, that's a nice idea, but we can't actually go do that. Like, yeah. And Mr. Beach's like, no, why not? We can go do that. Yeah, we can do it right now. And he did it. Yeah. So I think in some ways he's like breaking the mold of what people think is possible to do with money. Yeah. And so maybe that will have very positive effects. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's a cynical man. I remain, I remain uh, mostly neutral on Mr. Beast. Maybe a little positive on okay. Mr. Beast, but I'm 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 just gonna say that just for my own sanity that I'm sure. just gonna remain a little bit on the positive side. Yeah. I'm not gonna watch his stuff. I'm not interested in what he's well, doing. Well, no, like you said, they're for kids. It is for children. It's reality TV for kids. No, I will go to jail if my <laughs> if they look at my internet browser history. Neilan's looking at a lot of Mr. Beast. Yeah, you're looking mm. at watching a lot of Mr. Beast. You're commenting a lot too, replying a lot to some of these uh, users. <laughs> Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, man. What do you think? Uh, how do you how do you land on Mr. Beast? Um, I, I'm optimistic. Okay, I'm optimistic that he is not an evil man, because the pursuit of this type of popularity and fame is normally the work of an evil guy. I think Elon Musk is a scumbag. Yeah. Um, he's in a, he's in a different place because he's a rich kid who just invested in the right things. And it was a very smart investor. Mr. Beast, like in like David Blaine, he kind of got it out the mud. Yeah. He did physical feats that made him undeniable to the world. To the world, yeah. And for that, I, I think that's positive. It's good to have the number one YouTuber in the world be Mr. Beast and not someone from like the Elon Musk category. Yeah, true. Somebody who's like spreading a political message or something that's yeah. just straight up uh, like, yeah, I went up to girls on the boardwalk and I tried to kiss them or right. whatever. There's you know, that, like there's the Andrew like Tate who wants to be a billionaire and is surfing on the wave of misogyny. Yeah. Who's trying to sell children just like Mr. Beast. They're both talking to kids. They are both talking to kids. And Andrew Tate is trying to tell you that women are property. Yeah. And Mr. Beast is trying to tell you that anything's possible. Anything's possible. I like that. (laughs) Thanks, man. See you next week. See ya.